Hello, this is Shansi Amaniyi, host of MPE's Homeschool Hints podcast to encourage you wherever you may be on your homeschool journey. In a previous episode, Angelina Stowell discussed planning and organizing your homeschool year. Today, we'll discuss how to build your homeschool community and different ways to do so, from homeschool co-ops and small groups to enrichment programs and more. I guess the last thing I would say as you prepare for your new school year is think about adding a community for yourself, not just for your children, but for you as a mama too, Mm -hmm. and you needing support and encouragement from other women. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about co-ops and groups and enrichment programs. And I just want to throw out a few definitions here, because if you're new to the homeschool world, (laughs) you may be hearing some of these words and they may not make a whole lot of sense. So I'm just going to explain briefly how MPE kind of classifies co-ops and enrichment centers. These are very loose definitions, but I would say a homeschool cooperative, sometimes called a co-op for short, it's a group of parents coming together to teach their children a subject or a range of subjects. And in the setup, parents are usually the teachers. They'll share the responsibility for teaching some or all of the subjects to their children. And typically, they'll stay for the whole teaching time with their children. Now, on the other hand, homeschool enrichment programs tend to be drop-off centers where parents can leave their children for a certain period of time. The teachers could be homeschool parents. They could be retired or current licensed teachers. It could be a range. And parents are still usually involved in running the enrichment center to some degree. And also costs of enrichment programs tend to vary widely, especially if you're participating in, you know, one class versus um, multiple classes. And the more parents are involved, the less expensive it can be. There will often be maybe discounts or scholarships for volunteers and um, so on and so forth. So, yeah, um, Angelina, what have you found helpful in picking or considering Mm-hmm. these different options. Oh, sure. Whenever I started homeschooling, Lola, so she's my senior this year, that's going to be my senior this year, and the one, and our child that we started homeschooling with, immediately our friends were able to help us introduce us to like a co-op. Mm-hmm. And so we've been a part of a co-op that we absolutely love. We mm-hmm. have every year. It is parents participate, they are teachers as well, and that's an entirely other aspect of the homeschool community. You might not even realize that is so rewarding. So not only are your children going somewhere and developing relationships with other students and other children their age and peers, but then you develop these relationships. We're always thinking about our kids and really on the back of our minds is like, oh wait, I'm going to make friends too. (laughs) So it's been fantastic. I've met some of the most amazing men and women, you know, that share the same visions and Mm -hmm. desires. It's a wonderful gift that you get given whenever you join a co-op. So that's been very good for us. And then within that co-op has come many other things like friendships outside Mm. of Mm co-ops, starting groups, clubs, things like that, or even just the encouragement and resources that another family can give you just from within the community. And not just at my co-op, but really within the, I think, the homeschool community here, is very eager to help you find what helps your home, like Mm. what's good for your home and your style. Yeah, it's just very rewarding and it has this beautiful, complete feeling Mm -hmm. to know that you have people that support you. Right. And that are... That you're not alone on the journey. (laughs) Yes, loneliness, yeah. Which, yeah, I could talk about that for sure. (laughs) I know that there are uh, other enrichment opportunities like Christ Prep, 
uh-huh. which for like athletics, that's been a fantastic avenue as well. Yeah, there's a there's kind of like a group for everything. There's one designed for full-time working parents mm-hmm. who also want to homeschool. These are all available on MPE's website. If you just want to go browse for co-ops, enrichment programs, we have a list that's updated regularly. And just like, and you said enrichment, and this is not necessarily like within that, but enrichment days, like there are so many mm-hmm. enrichment days across Kansas City area for different things like Nelson Adkins. And I mean, everything has an enrichment day. So those are fantastic to put yes. on your calendar as well. And sign up early too, because they <laughs> fill up really fast. <laughs> There's all kinds of homeschool like opportunities to prepare for your school year to just add in that mm-hmm. you can prioritize instead of having to try to fill up your calendar. Don't do that. You feel crazy. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Yeah, you don't have to fill everything up. There's some beauty in, in that peacefulness and just having flexibility mm-hmm. and spontaneity. <laughs> Those things are very good to have. And keep it simple. Keep it absolutely simple. Like just, you know, even if you're not sure on a co-op, but you do want them involved in an activity where they're around other kids, find a homeschool group by looking on like Facebook, or I found one that way whenever we lived in DC. We didn't know anybody in the area, and Mm -hmm. I knew, okay, I'm gonna have to find a group, you know? So I started researching and looking and just kind of waiting for something to pop up. I ended up having one. I'm still friends with these women today and absolutely mm. adore them. They will be friends forever. That's the ki- and it's it's a crazy thing. I could go off on a tangent just on women and friendship and how God is so good and how he's so good where you don't expect him or where you don't expect maybe yourself to be mm. met. Mm-hmm. Your needs to be met or even entertain that idea, right? But he shows up in the least expected ways and he knows better than we do and gives us you know, more than we could ask for. And I'm just so thankful of that. But yes. as a result, we had a group I found on Facebook. So do that if you, <laughs> if you can. And going to events is another fantastic way. Absolutely go to the MPE events, meet other moms, connect with them, put yourself out there, ask somebody, even if you're not comfortable with maybe saying, you know, hey, I want to point me in the right direction, but find maybe somebody that you can connect with, whether it be a mentor, reach out to somebody on MPE's website that they can mentor you to help you find a group or help you find people. We have things that are aimed towards that with mom to mom, the grow events. Those would be a great way to be able to connect with women on a smaller scale. So you're not only getting these wonderful encouragement, Mm -hmm you're also relationship building. That's what it's about. It's about building friendships and taking that as your ministry and Mm -hmm. then pouring it back out into your own community with where you're at. I don't know about you, but I've never met a a non-busy homeschool mom. It seems like they always have so many things on their plate and I'm always like intimidated feeling like, I'm not nearly as busy as that mom. Is Mm -hmm. there something wrong with me? (laughs) No, there's not. You got it figured out if you're not busy. (laughs) Not that busy. Yeah, we all have our own busy, don't we? Mm -hmm. Like, and then we have a way of, I can remember a time, I must have been whenever I had two children and not four, but (laughs) when the girls were younger and maybe they were in school and stuff where I would gauge my day by how busy I was, like, Mm. like a reward for success of the day. Like, oh, I was busy today. Like I had this and this and this to do. I do not look at it that way anymore. (laughs) Now I look at it as like, I'm happy to do the things I do. Mm. I love, I want to be happy with the busy that I have. I don't want it to exhaust me. I think if it starts to exhaust you, there's a reevaluation that needs to happen. (laughs) 
um, because then yeah, you're going to get good. unhappy and then the rest of the home's going to be unhappy and you're <laughs> going to miss the joy that you should be able to find in your home. And there's many difficulties that can, I think, can side rail that, mm-hmm. but they can be overcome too. When you first started out, was community a big issue in your mind as to, you know, how will my kids get socialized, those yeah. kinds of things? Yeah, and that was a concern. I mean, I think that that is one of the main concerns within homeschool is from outsiders. Mm-hmm. How is my child going to socialize? And I think, you know, everybody's that's been homeschooling, whether you were doing it for one school year or for many, 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 many years, mm-hmm. you know that is so <laughs> silly because we are very socialized. <laughs> we're, we're overly socialized. <laughs> but I think that that is in the parents' hands. It has everything to do with how your parents mm-hmm. can steward that time with you and show you how to connect with people. And there's more than one way with that. You don't have to be, you know, showy and over. Right. Or you don't have to have tons of friends. You know, yes. you can, I think... You can develop from there. It's a wonderful thing to be friendly with everyone and to be approachable in those mm-hmm. things. And those are qualities that you learn and that stuff. But yeah, I know you mentioned the mom to mom coffee gatherings. Mm-hmm. What is that about for people who mom to mom? Yeah, coffee gathering um, is is based off of like First Thessalonians five eleven. Therefore, comfort each other and edify one another, just as you also are doing. Like most of the things I feel for the moms within the homeschool community, it's about encouraging each other and building community. Mm-hmm. And so the mom to mom is going to be something that is localized for your area where uh, you might have several different, we'll have several different coffee shop dates where groups of women can get together and on a regular basis in their neighborhoods and their neck of the woods and their part of Kansas City and the surrounding areas where they can meet on a regular basis Mm -hmm. and share with each other their hearts and their homeschool journeys and get all these things. All these things we're talking about can happen right there in that little pod, a group. I think that's going to be so fantastic. It's a huge thing to be able to have a community that's within driving distance. (laughs) Yes. You know, (laughs) (laughs) or even walking distance. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Yes. Within walking distance. Since we've moved, we used to live out pretty far. We would drive everywhere and I never complained about it Mm -hmm. and I liked it, but I always wanted to be closer. And my husband complained about it because Mm. of gas. Right. I mean, within reason, totally understandable. (laughs) You know, it's difficult and your lifestyle is not where you're living. Right. But it's great whenever you are because now, like, I'm five minutes from everything and it's just I have more time Mm. for people. Mm -hmm. And I find myself being – like, just naturally, I'm able to be involved more in my neighborhood and my community. And those longing that I had, like, for different things like that are are met because Mm -hmm. I have established a group where I'm at. Like, I want to work for where I'm at. I want people around me to be able to have a place to feel – like they belong. Right. And so that is what the mom to mom is like. That is, it's a gathering area. We want to build friendships that branch out. And then whenever somebody has learned that that works a certain way, you can take that and make it unique to your own home. Mm. So then you have a group for something or whatever, right? Like it's just, it's just this never ending root system that just completely goes out and can encourage other women. I know also the Grow Homeschool Workshops, that's a relatively new initiative. Can you tell us more about what a Grow Homeschool Workshop looks like? Sure, yeah. Um, The Grow events are, so on a workshop basis, what it's looked like has been more like a 
conversation. Mm -hmm. It's very similar to like being able to spend time in a small group. And we usually have like a speaker or two that will share, uh, maybe they'll share a testimony or they'll share some of their experiences. There's different topics that we touch on. Within the workshop, then you get resources, I mm -hmm. believe as well. There's usually resources that are very useful. I'm sure there will be other women and hopefully there's other women that have like yeah. this completely knocked out of the park and they want to <laughs> share their ideas. Like, I think that's fantastic. Come to the table, share the table with us mm -hmm. and just let's just share our, our tips and our tricks. Like, let's do this together. We can work it all out. That's what the another awesome part of this entire journey is that we are doing this as a community mm -hmm. and wanting to help one another. So do you have anything that we've maybe missed or haven't touched on either in preparing and organizing for the school year or just in building community with other moms, especially if you're starting out and this just seems, you know, oh, daunting. overwhelming? Yeah, and it is totally is because I, I get that again, like I would just say start small. Like little little baby steps, you know, <laughs> baby steps to the bus, like uh, tiny steps. Sit down and at least allow your time. Find some quiet time. I think mm -hmm. is the best way to do this in the beginning to start. Is set aside some time for yourself. Write down simply on a pad of paper. You know, I'm gonna homeschool this year, so I need to, you know, make a list for yourself. Just the things that are priorities for you in your family. If those priorities involve building community, like know that that is something that you can completely do and you don't need an army to be able to do it you can mm -hmm. do it yourself too you can start small but you do have to initiate it mm -hmm. you can initiate by if and if you're not comfortable with Facebook which is completely fine I know lots are not and I respect that you can reach out to MPE or come to a, a mom's gathering and we will help you you can reach out to me on Instagram too I'd be happy to help you if you want to go on a hike with mm -hmm. um, our hiking group that we have. We have eight, all ages come. I'm happy to invite you. You can come. <laughs> you can start somewhere. You can get some more encouragement. Yeah, just reach out. Mm -hmm. I'd be happy to. And should I give my email address? Sure. Um, Is that okay? Yeah. Is that allowed? Because <laughs> <laughs> you might not have Instagram, and I don't, uh -huh. you know, and I don't care. But, like... <laughs> It's up to you. So my, my email is my name. It's Angelina, A-N-G-E-L-E-N-A dot Stowell, S-T-O-W-E-L-L at gmail.com. And you can email me and I'll be happy to assist in helping you with any questions you have or if you just want a friend or if you just want to be encouraged. That's what I'm all about. <laughs> and that's what that's what we want to do. We want to help. We want to help you guys and help any family and friends and the body and community of um, homeschool in the Kansas City area. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> for as long as you're here, of course. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you are encouraged in your homeschool journey. Please continue the conversation with us on our website, midwesthomeschoolers.org, or email us at podcast at midwestparenteducators.org. We're also active on social media if you'd like to connect with us there. Thanks to Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com for providing this royalty-free song, Wholesome, which is licensed under creativecommons.org.